Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the self-confidence project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill. And today I'm going to be sharing with you one element that for lack of a better word, kind of fucks relationships up. So today I'm going to share with you what that one element is, how this is going to be manifesting in your relationship or previous relationship, or maybe how it will manifest in a future relationship unless you become aware of it. And a couple things to think about on how you can overcome this so that you can have the kind of relationship you want to have. Now, before I dive into that, thank you for all of you that listen to my show. I am incredibly grateful that over the many years that I have been a coach supporting men with dating and life and relationships that I have grown a successful podcast that I have support and love on social media. And of course, just recently, uh, recently as in yesterday launched my brand new YouTube channel and have already received some great congratulations and comments and thanks from many of you. So this is a really exciting chapter in my life, of course, in my business. And I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Those of you that consume podcasts, that watch videos, like you allow my business to thrive and to succeed. And as a result, I'm here to support you. And I just want to let you know that I am very grateful for those that listen to the show. Now, this is the first episode you're listening to welcome. And if you've been a long time listener, then thank you very much for coming back and continuing to support my work. Um, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy what you see across my social media channels, please let me know. Um, comments, feedback is always welcome as it's really important that I'm producing content that you guys want to hear and your feedback is definitely welcome. You can send me feedback by dropping me a note in my DMs on Instagram You can leave me feedback by leaving a comment on the podcast. That would maybe be my preferred way. (laughs) It helps the show get out to more people when there are great reviews. Um, Or you can even email my uh, business uh, to me at info at selfconfidenceproject.com. Now, again, just really excited that I launched that YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this episode for the first time or haven't listened to the last couple of weeks of my shows, then head over to my YouTube channel at Kimberly Hill. Uh, give it a subscribe because I've got a series of videos that are be dropping each week on topics that are really relevant to dating and relationships. So thank you for your support there. Quick reminder that if you've been umming and eyeing or you're on the fence about potentially working with a coach, improving your life, improving your dating prospects, and having a heck of a lot of fun in that dating process while you work towards finding the right relationship for you, then I do welcome you to book a free consultation with me. It is very much a dating strategy call. You will be learning about yourself in that call and some of the things that might be holding you back in your dating strategy and your dating life and how you can start to work towards a really deeply loving relationship. So there are limited spots for that. So if you are thinking about it, please go ahead and book that call. We just start off with getting to know each other and seeing if we're the right fit. Um, Oftentimes we are and sometimes we're not and that's okay too. So full permission to just uh, book a call and uh, see if we're the right fit for each other. Now, 
Today I want to talk about an element that really messes up relationships. And it's something I wasn't particularly aware of in my past relationships. I just, just didn't have the awareness to be thinking about these things. Kind of operated in a very small bubble in my life and, and went through my experiences with what felt like a very broad knowledge of relationships, but in fact was a really narrow and limited view of relationships. And today what that topic is, is talking about power dynamics. It's talking about control. So power dynamics, the sense of control in our relationships can, they can arise from a number of different factors that might include our social, physiological and situational influences that we have in our lives. And why these power dynamics occur is, well, we, we do have gender roles out there, right? We do have societal norms. And these traditional gender roles and societal expectations can contribute in our relationship to power imbalances. Now, we know historically that, you know, men have been assigned more power kind of in life <laughs> and more authority. And this has led to ingrained beliefs and behaviors that can perpetuate unequal power dynamics when it comes to a relationship, i.e. in a relationship, should the man have more power than the woman that he is with, right? So gender roles can bring this up. Now, so can differences in personality characteristics, right? We know some people are a little more bold or more extroverted, more assertive or more confident or more dominant. And this can affect power dynamics within a relationship. And you'd be surprised, maybe not surprised, that oftentimes it's women that are more assertive, confident, and dominant in relationships. So if one partner is naturally more assertive or dominant, then they might be more likely to exert control and influence over the other person, right? Insecurities and low self-esteem play a role here. So if you're insecure, you might actually use that as a way to control and compensate for your own feelings of inadequacy. Sorry, you might use control as a way to compensate for your own feelings of inadequacy. Or you'll try to maintain a sense of power and control over your partner, but maybe keeping them guessing. Or maybe even things like you might threaten the relationship uh, when you're not feeling so good, just to test the other partner, partner's willingness to be with you. And when we have really low self-esteem, it can lead to this need for external validation, which believe it or not manifests in controlling behavior. I understand this one well, because I've been very insecure in relationships. And so when my needs weren't being met and I didn't know how to communicate things that were important to me, I would sulk or protest or withhold uh, physical touch or emotional intimacy so that I would leave my partner kind of guessing. And I wasn't even really aware of it. It's just the, the natural coping mechanism that I had learned over time. Now, past experiences and trauma play an impact. So if we've had experience of abuse or, or power imbalances in our home growing up, uh, personal history of this, then we might adopt controlling behaviors as a means of protecting ourselves or as a way to regain a sense of control in our lives. And this is gonna impact our relationships without a doubt. Um, we see this a lot in dating, right? When someone's really insecure in the dating uh, phase of getting to know someone, usually one person kind of feels like they're trying to control the other person because they're really afraid. Well, do they like me? Do they not like me? Uh, and it manifests in that way as, as a need for that validation, right? Communication and conflict styles. If we don't have good communication or one of us is 
quite aggressive or manipulative or really avoidant, this contributes to power struggles that we have in relationships and control. If someone's unable to express their needs and confirm and um, and concerns, then you know they might result to controlling tactics to ensure their desires are met, such as what I kind of explained in my prior relationship. Or perhaps one person is so dominant and aggressive in communication that they kind of remain in control and don't give the other person an opportunity to speak up. Right? Um, external stressors, societal pressure. This contributes too. If we're having difficulties, we're having work pressures, we're having expectations coming from our family that are stressing us out, um, it can impact the power dynamic in the relationship. So think about if two people are in a relationship and one is going through financial stress because of their job, does that mean the other partner should be in control of all decisions that are being made? Is the person that makes more money the one that gets to make all the decisions? It's really important to understand that there are power dynamics that occur in our relationships. And if not dealt with appropriately, uh, then you're not going to have an equitable and healthy. So really what we're referring to is one partner's exertion of power and influence over the other partner. And often is with the intention of dominating them and not in the way that we might think of <laughs> domination, right? It's the intention of manipulating them. It involves our ability to dictate the thoughts and feelings and actions and choices of the other person. So what gives you the right to control someone else, right? Oftentimes we feel like certain things happening in our life makes us more powerful. If you're really successful, you feel powerful. And power is something that we naturally want to have in our lives, especially men. Men want to be powerful and power is an important tool if wielded appropriately, right? So is this something that you have been aware of in your relationships and past relationships? Maybe it's good to note for future relationships. What does the power dynamic in your relationship look like? What gives one person the right to dictate how the relationship goes over the other person? This is incredibly common. So the question is, if you're noticing this, well, what the heck can you do about it? The first is working on your open and honest communication. Man, I say this over and over again because communication is really a make or break for relationships. And it's not just about how much do you talk with each other, but how effective is that communication? So. Can you open uh, and establish a foundation of communication where both partners feel comfortable expressing what they need, what they desire, and the concerns they have in the relationship without the fear of retribution or judgment, which is what will prevent us from opening up in the first place. So do you feel safe in your relationship? Men, do you feel safe with the woman that you have dated or are with or want to be with? Do you feel safe being honest with her? And there's an important element here that when you're dating and you're just meeting someone, you have to d develop whether they are a trustworthy person. So we don't, we don't share all of our needs and desires and concerns with someone we just met. That is not the right way of going about it. We do that over time as we establish trust, intimacy, connection, compatibility. But if you're already in a relationship, you better have those things. You better have safety. You better feel okay to say, hey, I need something, or I really desire us to do this. 
And it doesn't mean that your needs will be met all the time without question. It's just opening up a discussion so that your partner knows what's important to you without the fear of that judgment or retribution. So you better work on having open and honest communication. You got to work on mutual respect. And some people say equality, but I like to use the word fairness. Our relationships are not equal. Men and women are not equal. We don't all have equal jobs. Right? We don't all make the equal amount of money or invest equally the same way or have equal family dynamics. So it's not about how do we create necessarily equality in our relationship, but how do we create a relationship built on mutual respect and fairness? What is fair? If somebody makes more money, does it is it fair for you both to spend the same amount on the mortgage? I don't know. You tell me. What's fair between you and your partner? If somebody does all of the grocery shopping and all the cooking and the other person doesn't do any of the cooking or grocery shopping or cleaning, is that fair? So recognize that each person in the relationship has worth, they have opinions, and you gotta be able to negotiate and work out what is fair in the relationship because if it doesn't feel fair, someone is going to get their panties in a not in a major way. How do you have mutual respect and fairness? You got to sit down and negotiate the shit out of that with your partner. (laughs) You can do it and overcome power dynamics by having individual autonomy. You got to support each other's independence and individuality and allow space for their personal growth. That's not dictated by you. Now we often get in relationships and we kind of want our partner to like and support everything that we do, but maybe we don't want to do the same for them. We got to respect the individual autonomy in relationships. We got to support each other's individuality and growth and things like friendships outside of the relationship, right? And that creates fairness in a relationship and avoids this power dynamic and control and power struggle. In a relationship, in order to overcome power dynamics, you have to have shared decision-making. When you're committed to somebody, the decisions you make will impact the other person. So you can't just act single financially. You can't just book trips without consulting your partner. You can't just expect that they're going to pay for half the dinner that you want to take them to. You got to have shared decision-making in your relationship. You got to have a collaborative approach to how you make decisions. And both people have to have equal input and influence in shaping the direction of the relationship and how you spend your time and how you use your resources. Because if one person is dictating all the time, and this happens, we have those personality types that are, you know, a little more wearing the pants. They always joke, who, who wears the pants in the relationship, i.e. who has the most control? And this isn't a good thing. Guys, if you feel like you don't have control in your relationship, your needs and desires and opinions and thoughts are not being considered, you're, you're having a power dynamic. You're having a power struggle. The woman has too much power. And believe you me, It might look like she's enjoying that, but women don't want that. Like, cancel me or don't cancel me, but women don't want to be in control all the time. We need a man in our life to help us to make decisions. And we don't want to be making all the decisions on our own in a relationship, because if we do, we're going to get really bored of you really quickly. And we're going to lose respect for you. So how do you have shared decision-making in your relationship? How do you and your partner, how do you and your future or your past partner actually negotiate how you make decisions in life. Boundaries and consent. So how do you avoid this power struggle, this control? You gotta have clear boundaries and understand each other, each 
person's limit in the relationship. So what's okay for your partner might not be what's okay for you and vice versa. So how do you ensure you both feel safe and comfortable in your interactions? Let's call this physical boundaries to give you an example. You know, when it comes to intimacy in the bedroom, does one person just have it the way they want it? And the other person just is expected to go along with it? Or how do you establish consent? Because it should be enthusiastic and it should be voluntary and it should be freely given. Consent is not, oh, just fucking do it because if I don't, my partner's gonna be upset. Like, where is the joy in that? So you better establish boundaries and consent. And lastly, like most things I talk about, if you are struggling to deal with this avenue of relationships, there's no harm in getting support. Therapy, coaching, friends, family. If you're noticing control issues are persisting, power dynamics are not changing, or things are escalating despite your efforts to address them with your partner, then maybe you need someone who's gonna help you navigate these challenges and there ain't nothing wrong with that. We all need help in all areas of our life most all the time. So think about whether you've experienced a power struggle, power dynamic, if you are trying to be a little controlling as a man when you're dating, trying to influence this woman and, and her opinions or maybe try and win her affection by using tools like money or uh, impressing her in certain ways to kind of feel like you're in control of the situation. We really want to involve ourselves in partnerships that are fair. We need to be able to negotiate things with our partner, even if that part feels unsexy in the relationship. We gotta do the unsexy stuff to have the sexy stuff. So think about whether you've struggled with this in a relationship, whether you're the person that tends to be more dominant or controlling or whether you get in relationships where other people tend to control you. What does that also say about how you speak up for yourself? So it's really important that in any relationship, we know and believe that we have the right to have our opinions, thoughts, needs, and desires heard. Not met all the time, but definitely heard and negotiated and dealt with in that partnership. That's why they call it a partner ship. So thanks guys for tuning into this week's episode. Hopefully that gave you something to think about here and something to be mindful of on how you might navigate this element that does tend to pop up and oftentimes destroy relationships. So if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, subscribe for more episodes. And of course, head over to my YouTube channel and support me over there. I would be very appreciative. Have a wonderful weekend ahead, everybody, and talk soon.